This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The main news story continues to be still uh, be the news of the passing of the country coming to terms with the passing of uh, the Prince Mangosutu Mtelezi, who is the traditional prime minister to the Zulu monarch and also, of course, the founder and uh, president of uh, the Inkata Freedom Party. He passed away on Saturday morning at the age of 95 uh, after um, illness, about of illness. So let's talk uh, uh, now to the IFP's uh, um, spokesperson, national spokesperson, Mkule Gohlengwa, who joins us on the line. Mkule Gohlengwa, good morning to you and good to be talking to you again, albeit um, under unhappy circumstances. And we start, of course, by saying, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you very much, Amputitsu. Good morning to you and the listeners of Power FM. I wanna before we start speaking in very broad terms as about the legacy of Prince Buteles, I wanna talk to you from a very personal point of view, as uh, somebody who got to work with Prince Butelezi. Um, you know, you were a young man who was brought into this organization and was given a very prominent uh, uh, leadership role. Just talk to me about your personal relationship and how uh, the passing of Prince Butelezi will affect you or has affected you personally. Well, it's a loss I feel very deeply. Um, Prince Mangosu Tuptelezi was a mentor, a leader, and um, guided me in a number of ways and had an open-door policy, which I enjoyed. Um, and I could, at a personal level, um, interact with him on anything. And I always appreciated uh, his guidance. I was reflecting over the past few days that on one occasion, it so happened that um, my brother was admitted to hospital whilst I was in an NEC meeting. Um, and so I received the call then. And so I then requested permission to leave, to rush to the hospital. And as I was walking out, he then pulled me, uh, you know, by the hand and then went into his wallet and he gave me some cash and said, make sure that you get your brother the things that he needs. And why I reflected on this was... How much did he give you? I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and why I reflected on this, it so happened that on that day it was payday. Mm. So I was a bit taken aback. So I'm like sort of saying yes, no, yes, no. And then as I say no, he says yes. And I realized that it's not a discussion I was going to. And so I really mm. enjoyed I could my, my relationship with the prince was very, very vast. And it was a privilege and an honor to have sat at the feet of the master and to be mentored by him. Mm. And I'm... Um, eternally grateful for the opportunities that he's given me and I am very committed to doing justice to the trust that he invested in me for the future. You know, as uh, somebody who uh, himself, you know, occupied a position of leadership uh, um, for so many years, what did it say to you or what does it tell us about him, the type of person he is and his approach to uh, leadership and perhaps even succession planning, the fact that somebody as young as you would have been given uh, such a prominent role within the party, uh, particularly in the in, in, in Parliament and so forth? Well, the approach to access for youth leadership has always been the hallmark of the IFP. 
I remember that uh, in the elections, local government elections of um, 2000, the youth brigade leadership of the time was given the space to take over the leadership of the um, what, what was called then the regional councils and then became the district municipalities, mm. which was the equivalent of mayors. And the youth brigade was given the opportunity to say they would take over the, the charge of those councils. It was the time of Tomosle um, Kaula as the national chairperson of the youth, and he became mayor of Ugu. Anelega Makwazam Sibi became the mayor of uh, Zululand, and you had Stanley Lale, Nutugela, Simon Fyle, and so on in Iland and Yengwa in um, Zinachi. I narrate this because we inherited um, this outlook of saying young people mm. must constantly be given positions of responsibility as, a, okay. as part and parcel mm. of grooming. Furthermore, when I was the youth brigade chairperson, I remember we uh, set into motion a policy change which entrenched a minimum of 40% in the deployment of young people mm. in any list. And he was our number one supporter at the time. And there was a feeling in certain quarters that it need not be uh, enumerated. But he felt that if we don't set the targets, we mm. will continue to enjoy an exclusionary outlook of young people. So there's a lot of things. Um, and he always supported right. our programs. Mm. So he ensured that um, he is available um, to young people, right. uh, even in the most difficult conversations. Let's talk about it. This is something that I know you have already had to address. Uh, it's inevitable that when a figure such as, uh, I mean, a man who has lived a life as long as Prince Mawasutu Butelezi um, has lived uh, and who has played the role that he has played within South African uh, politics, uh, uh, it is to be expected that there can no, not be a single narrative um, around a person like that's life, you know. And, uh, of course, people have taken the opportunity to express themselves on various issues to do with Prince Mahmoud Sutub What is your attitude, um, you know, from an IFP point of view, uh, or even, for that matter, as a, from a personal point of view, in somebody who worked and knew Prince Buteles in the way that you described him as a mentor? What do you say to the way that people are now assessing the legacy of Prince Buteles? Well, I think that they are scratching the surface and not looking at the context and content and extent of the low-intensity black-on-black civil war that engulfed this country, which took 20,000 lives, 12,000 of which were IFP members and and leaders. And therefore, it's unfortunate um, the manner in which uh, he has been characterized because there is no evidence... um, in truth or in fact, that ever once did he sanction or order any acts of violence. It is inevitable, of course, that the violence took place between the IFP and the ANC. Mm. And I think that um, Dr. Zulim Keyes in the letter of the ANC were very candid yesterday when they visited the family to acknowledge the extent to which that violence took place between the two organizations. That's the first point. Secondly, We need to, at the same time, then say, why would have President Mbegi and Prince Mangosu Tukteleze go to Togoza in 1999 and actually unveil a memorial of the names of of victims of both the IFP and the ANC? 
It was an acknowledgement of the fact that the two organizations, regrettably, um, you know, engaged in mm. a low-intensity civil war. So the dilemma with the narrative that is currently out there is that it places the burden on one individual in his capacity as a leader of an organization and does not do the inverse then of saying, do we then say that President Trump, or in his capacity as the president of the ANC and ANC mission in exile, is the one who must be held responsible on the side of the ANC? So that is why we, we, we certainly do not um, accept the narrative that's out there. Um, and we appreciate the fact that the ANC yesterday, um, amongst others, indicated that there is a need for the continuation of the reconciliation agenda between mm-hmm. the two organizations. Okay. And the IFP deputy president uh, made a similar then commitment uh, yesterday to say that we are in agreement um, to that. I, so I can say that I do believe that the okay. low-intensity civil war must not be looked at through one lens. Let me ask you, you know, two institutions come to mind when I think of uh, uh, Prince Butelezi, uh, who two institutions that actually represent his life's work. And one would be obviously the Nkada Freedom Party, and two is the institution of the Zulu monarchy here. You know, um, and the concern, and one wonders whether... Uh, what happens after? Will these institutions outlive? You know, yes, of course. They, they. In the case of the monarchy, it predates the uh, Prince Vitalis himself, but he has played a key role in uh, getting the status that the monarch, the Zulu monarch, enjoys today. What do you see as the future now for these two institutions? Well, I'm, I'm quite confident that the IFP um, is, is solid and united in carrying out the historic mission and vision, which Prince Butelli was the North Star of, and we are committed to ensuring that uh, his legacy of servant mm. leadership to the people of South Africa is sustained, and that is why there was the continued commitment to uh, youth development and youth leadership to sustain the mm. party to the future. Um, of course, we're a political party, and um, we are a festival of ideas and robust debate, and from time to time that will happen, but it must not be misconstrued to be mm. divisions, and I think that it's healthy for the party to engage in difficult conversations, and I think that environment is created. On the Zulu royal family, I do believe that uh, Prince Butelezi has laid a solid enough foundation in the family for them to appreciate the role in which they play um, in society and the historical greatness um, of the Zulu nation, which has been anchored around the Zulu family. And um, His Majesty King Mrs. Luazulitin, as far as we are concerned, um, sits on the throne and he is the legitimate um, king and enjoys um, our support and recall on the royal family and the Zulu nation people of South Africa to continue giving him that support as he executes his duties. And just um, quickly, I'm sorry uh, to interrupt you, Gab, just quickly before I release you, anything you can communicate at this point about... uh, the funeral arrangements, I know yeah. that there's a lot of uh, all kinds of protocol that need to be followed, and, and, and you know, in terms of cultural rights and so forth. 
Yes. Um, yesterday the announcement was made and we'll further expand on it uh, today. But since I'm on air, I don't see a problem in communicating as you've asked. On Wednesday, there will be a national memorial in Ulundi, memorial service, details of which we'll communicate uh, today. And then Prince Mangosudu Chilis will be laid to rest on Friday. Um, and the funeral will take place at the Prince Mangosudu um, Regional Stadium in Ulundi. Um, and those details uh, we will communicate again. So um, those are the two developments. And the family, mm-hmm. and then every evening at five o'clock to six, there is a prayer at the family home for those who may not have been able to see them during the day. Mkulego Shangwa, IFP spokesperson. Thank you so much once Thank again. You very much Condolences uh, to all of you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.